0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 929 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's show, I'll be speaking with Stacy. She's 50 years old, but she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was just six. We talked about quite a lot in this episode, but the thing that sticks out in my head is that she cracked me up so much. Stacy had me laughing the entire time. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you want to try AG1 from Athletic Greens, please use my link, athleticgreens.com forward slash juicebox. If you want to save 35% off your entire order at CozyEarth.com, use the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. And you can save 10% off your first month of therapy at BetterHelp.com forward slash JUICEBOX. Guys, I swear to you, this this episode is hilarious. Please, please join me in loving Stacey. This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by Touched by Type 1. Check them out at touchedbytype1.org or find them on Facebook and Instagram. The podcast is also sponsored today by Dexcom. Oh, Dexcom. Makers of the Dexcom G7 and G6 continuous glucose monitoring system. Arden's been wearing the Dexcom G7 for over a month now and she loves it. So much smaller and easy to use. Wait till you see. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. The podcast is also sponsored by Omnipod. They, of course, make the Omnipod Dash and the Omnipod 5. If you want algorithm, you want the Omnipod 5. Let that thing make some decisions for you with the help of a Dexcom G6. Or if you just want to go old school and take care of it all by yourself, the Omnipod Dash. Check them out. Get started. Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. it rained here for the past three and a half days
1: oh no way
0: after not raining most of the summer like my things around my home dying and there's nothing you can do about it because you can't get enough you know water to it and then the hurricane came up the the east coast and just it just it rained and rained and rained and just wouldn't stop so I'm sure my grass is going to grow until Christmas now.
1: <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Our rain Melbourne. One day it's beautiful. The next minute it's raining. Mm. So we're used to it. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I, I know I'm going to be cutting the lawn until New Year's is how it feels. <laughs> because now in the, I mean, the way the weather has shifted since I've been alive but on the calendar, you know what I mean? Like it just, mm-hmm. it just, it's crazy. Like I, yeah. I've, I've had my wife, <clears throat> you know, right before Thanksgiving, say to me, hey, I think you should cut the lawn. <laughs> I am <go>, like, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, are you wearing headphones?
1: I am. Do you want me to take them off?
0: I don't know. Are they wireless?
1: No, they're not wireless. I'm old school. Go, no, I they, can take them off.
0: No, no, they seem fine. I just wanted to check to see if you were wearing them. Um, oh. is it a Is it a microphone that you can adjust the distance to your mouth or no?
1: Am I too close?
0: I don't know part of me thinks you're too far away and part of me and and part of me thinks it's just the the internet from seriously from australia to new jersey so
1: (laughs) calm down
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean yours don't do yours have wires
1: look what my internet or my headphones. (laughs)
0: Well, no i'm here's what i'm trying to say first of all we're recording so you know stacy uh but (laughs) it's a a chance this stays in the podcast um (laughs) I'm saying if you're an island, then once this how does the signal leave the island to get to the <laughs> right? Like I saw lost. Uh-huh. I don't know how this all works, but you can't I mean, are there wires that run under the ocean? Does
1: yeah, it, look, there must be. <laughs> there must be
0: you laughing at me. You don't know either. And <laughs> or is it satellite, right? <laughs> I
1: see. Do you? Do I sound okay now because I've got the microphone right up to my mouth?
0: Nah, I don't know. It's about the same. All
1: right. Let, let me take it out and you tell me the difference. Okay. As in, let me take the headset off. Hang okay. on a sec. Okay. okay. Now I can't hear you.
0: Are you sure well, you that- can't hear me?
1: Oh, now I can. Yeah. Can you? Is that better?
0: So it's clearer.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Right. So as long as they, are you in a room with no carpeting, or
1: yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I've got floorboards.
0: Yeah, I can hear it. D- isn't that crazy? I know when people don't have carpeting.
1: Oh come on! What are, who are you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm a person who's recorded about a thousand of these, and, <laughs> and I can tell them like, now. Now this will be fine. So if but you're on a laptop, I imagine.
1: Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to join from my phone.
0: Well, that's interesting. I don't, hate th- I don't hate this as long as you're sort of seated and faced in the same direction at about the same distance from the laptop the whole time. It's fine with me. And you just have to yep. remember not to like turn your head away and start talking into the corner of the room because your voice will go away like that.
1: Oh, okay. No, no, no. I've got the laptop leaning on my chest. I've got my back up on three pillows. I'm comfortable.
0: All right, let's do this then. I'm also it's surprised cool. by how many people record this laying in bed. I don't know why, but I said, huh? I'm sitting up in a chair and trying to take this seriously. <laughs> <And> <laughs> hold on a second. Okay,
1: right. we've got enough to a good start. Yeah. I'm going to laugh the whole time.
0: <laughs> I'm turning some lights on so I don't fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening the other day. A person was like explaining something really intricate, so it was going on for a little while. But if I'm being honest, I kind of knew the explanation already. So I swung around (laughs) to another computer to look something up that I thought we'd be talking about next. And when I swung my head back, for the life of me, I could not remember what she was saying. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm just like, I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, like she's going to stop in a second and I need to talk. I, I don't remember what she was saying. And I just, I don't know what I said. I can't remember anymore, but. I must have just pulled it like straight out of my ass because I was like, <laughs> whatever I said, she kept going. And I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> then, I, then I caught back up again. Uh, but that's what happened when I tried to divert my attention for three seconds. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was embarrassing. I couldn't tell her though, because I thought it would just be too terrible to be like, hey, yeah. hey, I'm not listening to you. <laughs> You're boring me. (laughs) And she wasn't. I swear to you, she just she was off on an explanation about something that I already understood about her, and I thought, well, this would be a great time for me to pull up this this other thing that she's. I know she's going to talk about a second. And uh, yeah, yeah, then my brain just blanked out. Anyway, introduce yourself, would you?
1: Oh sure. So I'm Stacey. I'm 50 years old. I can't believe I had to think about that. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I was diagnosed with type one diabetes at the age of six in a Greek family with um strict parents who had migrated from Greece to Melbourne or to Adelaide at the time.
0: From Greece. Wow. Um mm-hmm. okay, so tell me again, how old are you when you're diagnosed?
1: I was six years old. Six,
0: and you're fifty now. You're Greek, but you live in Australia in Melbourne, Australia. In Australia. <laughs> You've been there most of your life, I guess.
1: Yeah, I was born in Melbourne, and then we moved to Adelaide when I was two years old. And then we moved back to Melbourne when I was 10, and I've been living here ever since.
0: You have to help me a little bit, because my geography is only like pop culture. Adelaide is where?
1: Um, it's a state. Okay, when you're looking at the map of Australia, it's the state to your left immediately from Victoria.
0: So I'm pulling up a map but I, I suddenly got I suddenly thought to myself, don't forget what you're talking about when you type into the maps <laughs> guy.
1: So South Australia.
0: Okay. Adelaide
1: is part of South Australia or well, Adelaide's a capital city for South Australia.
0: I have to tell you, it, the country's broken up oddly. It is. I mean, why is there a South Australia and a West Western Australia, but the northern is isn't called Northern Australia. It's called Northern Territory, and there's no East Australia.
1: No, correct.
0: Who who did this? Bunch of criminals? I don't know.
1: (laughs) Whoever did it needs to be like, you know, they need to redo the whole thing again, I think.
0: There's not a ton of consistency. I've never looked at this before. Like, either pick (laughs) funny names or go with, like, direction, right? Why would you... Do three of the four directions. <laughs> and then, oh, and then there's some, is there a little, like, British ass kissing uh, over here? Is that what this is?
1: Like a little island?
0: No, no, the the naming. Victoria, South Wales, Queensland. Is that British ass kissing? Is that what that is?
1: Um, More than likely, probably.
0: Yeah, look at you. You're like, I don't care. And then Tasmania, which is a place I thought was from a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I did not realize that was a real place. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's a real place. It's a little island off of Australia.
0: Where where devils live, right?
1: <laughs> Apparently so. Yes.
0: Have you never been?
1: No, I have been. I never saw a little devil. Um, but um I did not enjoy Tasmania. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did a did a boy do something to you in Tasmania? What happened?
1: No, no? I'm a, I'm all about the sun and the beach. I don't like cold weather.
0: It's cold there?
1: Yep. Really? Yes, it is. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. By the way, if anyone wants to Google a Tasmanian devil, it's fantastic. It's a a, car- <laughs> a carnivorous marsupial, which yep. And in every photo of it, it has its mouth wide open like it's going to kill something, but it doesn't look very big.
2: Yeah, correct. <laughs>
0: I don't know. How did this turn into the thing in the Bugs Bunny cartoon? It was Bugs Bunny, right? The Tasmanian devil.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it was. Oh, look, you're you're testing my memory now. You're making me go back. Yeah, I believe it was. It was. looks fun. right? okay. funny.
0: Yeah, it was. Yes, it was. It definitely was. All right. Yeah. See, my memory is fine. Okay. <laughs> well, that has nothing to do with you. <laughs> no. no <it> <laughs> I um I always enjoy doing episodes with people from Australia, New Zealand, because I find that because of the time difference. I'm speaking to them late at night, and they're always, like, giddy or drunk, so it's perfect. (laughs) Perfect. I'm
1: not giddy or drunk. I'm just wrecked tired. tired. I just can't wait to go to bed. (laughs) It's like midnight here.
0: (laughs) Well, I think I'm insulted. What do you mean? You're not excited to do this?
1: No, I've been waiting to do this since I think it was my 50th. (laughs) <laughs> and I reached out to you. So I'm pretty excited, and I put three alarms on so I wouldn't fall asleep.
0: Oh, thank you. I really do appreciate the effort. I'm being sincere. Um, thank you very much. So you wanted to come on to speak about something specific, or did you just want to chat?
1: Um, Nothing specific apart from diabetes, I guess. But, yeah, I don't even remember why I reached out to you, to be honest, to come on your show. I think um, when I first discovered you, which was only – about a year ago, late last year, um, you just had me in hysterics and I just learned so much from you, considering you know I've had this disease, I had had this disease for 43 years at the time. Yeah. and I was just fascinated that I've learned so much. And then every so often when I go for my walk and I put you on and I listen to you, I just continue to learn and learn and learn. So I guess it doesn't matter how long you've had diabetes for, you'll always be learning something different or something new or something you weren't aware of.
0: Yeah. Well so I I think that's worth digging into because to live that long with something, you you would think that there wouldn't be anything to learn. Right? Right. Right. You would just think like, oh, I'm gonna listen to this guy tell me stuff that I know already. This is stupid. I've been turning the television on for fifty years. There can't be a different way to do it. And and so tell me what like where where were the big changes for you?
1: So I've been on MDI for I was on MDI for 43 years. Mm-hmm. So up until November last year. Um, as I said, brought up in a Greek family. It was really hard to, it's not that to accept that I had diabetes. Diabetes was always in the background for me. So my dad protected me a lot and I couldn't do a lot of things. He controlled everything I did. Um, So I didn't like doctors because I had an incident with a doctor once and refused to go back again. So I just went on my own and did my own thing. And basically all I did was inject and watch what I ate and did my blood sugar, that was my life, and did all the tests, my eyes, my feet, what have you. Mm -hmm. But I never dove dive dove dived into it any further because it was just, yeah, my pancreas doesn't work, here we go, and this is what I have to do. And then here I'm listening to you and you're talking about being bold with insulin. And I like to do things my way. I take my doctor's recommendations or we work out things together, Mm -hmm. but I won't allow them to tell me what to do because I've had it for so long. And one thing that I'm struggling with being 50, you know, I've always struggled with um, my hormones during the time of the month. And I would skyrocket. I'd go out of control. So our numbers are different to the way your numbers are with blood sugars. Yep. So I would get up to 14s and 18s which is extremely high for me and I could never manage it you know before my the time of the month I don't know what I'm allowed to say on here because I've heard you say that you're not allowed to
0: say I mean I assume it should be you're from Australia you should probably be calling it shark week who week shark week is that does that does that not translate do you not get shark week on discovery channel or is every (laughs) where is every day shark week in Australia
1: I wouldn't call it shark week but hey we can call it shark week if that's what you want
0: <laughs> No, I don't want anything. I mean code red, the event. There's a there's an entire like euphemism
1: There is. Like but dictionary. Look, I'm a straight shooter. What, what? I'm not going to, you know, I'm I'm not going to go around the bush. I'm just going to say it. It's my period. There you Every go. month I get my period.
0: <laughs> Was that a was was that a pun when you said around the bush or no?
1: <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. I just realized what I said. It's oh god, this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> so,
0: um, so a fourteen, like a fourteen, blood sugar is about two fifty. So people right. can, can kind of get a, a feeling. Um, okay. Okay, so, so you. So this is your whole life, hormones, yep. and knock you out, and. Okay, so I want to go back for a second, though. You had a bad experience with a doctor. How old were you when that happened? And can you tell me a little bit about why it was a bad experience?
1: Sure. I would have been maybe 16 at the time. And, or maybe I was, yeah, I would have been about 16. Because they here in Australia, they stop seeing children at the Royal Children's Hospital at the age of 16. They sort of move you on to another hospital mm-hmm. or to a private doctor. So, of course, my father and I went to this particular doctor and he asked me to lie on his on those beds, which was fine. And, you know, he put the stethoscope on my chest and he was listening. And then he just decided to look in places that he shouldn't have looked in. What, and I
0: just- With your dad yeah.
1: there? My dad was sitting, so he was behind the curtain. He couldn't see what was happening.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. That's terrible.
1: Yeah. So I just yelled. (laughs) My dad got up and nearly punched him um, because he just knew, like, something's happened. Mm -hmm. And then when we got in the car, I told him what he had done, and I just refused to see another doctor.
0: That's terrible. Did you guys do anything about it, get him... No,
1: no no we didn't we didn't do anything i mean we just yeah we we just let it go i was just like you know it is what it is i just won't see doctors which could have jeopardized my health but um yeah i just wouldn't see doctors and then i was sent to him again about 14 years later and i didn't realize it was the same doctor and as i walked into him he goes i've seen you before and i've just and the penny dropped and i went have you and he goes, yeah, back here, and and then it just all came flooding back.
0: Oh my gosh! It- yeah, and
1: I just said to him, oh, I don't remember you. And he goes, I oh, don't. I said, No, I don't remember you at all, which I did.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, I just got the hell out of there as quick as I could, and never went back.
0: Well, wow, that sucks. Oh my gosh, I have a recording coming up. I don't know when it is. It's on the calendar uh, with a yeah. per- with a person who is going to tell a story about how they. You know, it took them forever to find a doctor that they liked and everything, and they finally found one and they had good care with their diabetes. And Then the guy got arrested for doing some, <gasps> something similar, and Jesus. and and I'm just like, what? Like, is everybody crazy? I, I mean, is it that hard to get through life without being a piece of shit? It can't be, right? You know, but I guess it is. So I I don't know. I'm I'm always I've been alive as long as you have, and. It's still a story like that. I guess it shouldn't shock you, and, and yet it, it is shocking. So that's terrible. Right. All right. Well, so then this asshole puts you on a bad path, and now you're yeah. just not going to doctors. For how long?
1: Um, I started going back to a doctor at about 30, 30. I was 30, 31, so I was 16 at the time. So, yeah, about 12 to 14 years later. Mm-hmm. And that was only because I I would assume they were hypos, and the reason I say assume is because I never really experienced a hypo. Because when I was diagnosed, we didn't even have glucometers. Right. I had to yeah. um, I had to wee in a potty and measure my blood sugar with strips. So, and they were colored strips. So when the glucometers came out, of course, my, my parents couldn't afford it. So we didn't buy one. And then we just didn't do anything because my father just let me run my life. I mean, I was 18 by the time Mm -hmm. and he just let me run my life and I didn't want to do it. To be honest, I just didn't want to do it. So I may have lived, you know, the next 12 to 14 years blindly with my diabetes.
0: So were you just, did you do the old, like you shot your basil and didn't cover food or how did you handle it?
1: So (laughs) yeah, goes back, doesn't it? Um, I just injected twice a day, once in the morning and once at night, and it was a mixture of protophane, I think it was, and rapid or novorapid, or I don't remember what the fast one was. No kidding. So it was a mixture of two insulins in the syringe because I was using syringes.
0: You can make better decisions in the moment with the most accurate CGM on the market, the Dexcom G7. Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. My daughter just moved to the G7 from the G6, and she already loves the new smaller size and ease of use. You can learn more and get started today at Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. Due to recent Medicare changes, millions more people are now covered for the Dexcom CGM. The G7 is the smallest, most accurate CGM system covered by Medicare, and it is easy to use and to get started with. No other CGM system is more affordable than the Dexcom G7 for Medicare patients. The G7 is a simple-to-use system. It delivers real-time glucose numbers to your smartphone or your smartwatch with no finger sticks required. Effortlessly see your glucose levels and where they're headed so you can make smarter decisions about food and activity in the moment. This amazing tool is going to help you to take better control of your diabetes. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. Whether you're looking for a brand new system, changing from another company, or looking to upgrade that G6. Dexcom.com forward slash The new G7 comes with a refreshed app that is just a delight to use. My daughter is 19 years old. She's been using a Dexcom for well over a decade. It is at the core of how we make decisions about insulin, food, activity, and all of the variables that impact diabetes. Check it out at Dexcom.com forward slash juice There are links in the show notes of your podcast player and links at juiceboxpodcast.com to Dexcom and all the sponsors. When you click the links, you're supporting the podcast. I asked chat GPT to write me an ad for the Omnipod 5. And it tells me, even puts in where I'm supposed to put music. This is interesting. Uh, Here's what I'm supposed to say. This episode is brought to you by Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod 5 insulin pump. If you're living with diabetes, managing your insulin levels is a crucial part of your daily routine. That's why Omnipod has designed the Omnipod 5, a device that's transforming the way people with diabetes live their lives. Boy, this isn't bad. Uh, I'm sorry, back to the deep voice. The Omnipod 5 is a tubeless, wearable insulin pump that adapts to your lifestyle. It's discreet, waterproof, and designed for ultimate comfort. The -the state-of-the-art pump automatically adjusts insulin delivery based on your glucose levels and trends, taking the guesswork out of diabetes management. Well, this is good. Uh, It should say when used with a Dexcom G6. With, oh my gosh. Safety is always a priority. But it's time to experience the freedom and flexibility that comes with the Omnipod 5 insulin pump. Visit Omnipod.com forward slash juice box to learn more and take the first step towards a better life with diabetes. That's Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Make the switch to Omnipod 5 and discover the difference for yourself. That's amazing. The machines are taking over people. That's pretty cool, huh? Anyway, uh, Omnipod.com forward slash juice Check out the Omnipod 5 if you want that algorithm with the Dexcom G6. Or if you want the Omnipod dash and you're not looking for the algorithm, you can get started with that as well at my link. When you use the links, you're supporting the show. Those links are available at juiceboxpodcast.com by typing them into a browser or in the show notes of the podcast player you're listening to now. Now, let me say, just write me an ad for... Athletic Greens. Hold on a second. I might be onto something here. Yeah. You know what threw me off? And you'll please take this as a compliment as it is, is that I'm looking at a photo of you and I don't think of you as being 50 while I'm looking at you in the photo. And so <laughs> my brain didn't wrap around that you would have been using insulin like that. Um, yeah, but yeah. So you were just shooting. Twi- it's the Greek, isn't it? You look so young.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the Greek. It's yeah. the Greek hormones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, do you see a photo of me, right?
1: Yeah, I can oh, see you.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm adopted. People told me they thought I was Greek forever. I am not. Do you see it at all? Like, why yep. do do you?
1: Yep. yep, I do see it.
0: It's interesting. I- I'm not apparently. The twenty three and Me says I am not. Um, right. But okay. anyway. Uh, Okay, so, by the way, uh, I'm sorry to get off track here, but it is incredibly delightful to hear an adult say, we in a potty, for some reason.
1: Um, (laughs) Yeah, I do do enjoy saying that, because people don't understand when you say, I pissed in a potty, and they're like, you did what? It's like... I weed. How else do you say it? I urinated. Urinated isn't a nice word. (laughs) So, yeah, I weed in a potty. And I did that for years. Yeah. It didn't stop when I was, you know, because I was diagnosed at six. So, it didn't stop when I was seven or eight. I continued that until about, I don't know, 11, 12. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how my parents measured my blood sugars. My parents did. I didn't. They took full control. My father, my late father, took full control.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He would—he People would offer me water when we'd go visiting and he would say, no, she's fine, she doesn't want anything. And I'd, I'd look at him going, but I'm thirsty, I want some water. Like it's water for God's sake, give me some water. So he really protected me. He was overprotective, but I think it's the best thing he could have done for me because I've had it for 44 years and I'm 50 now. And I don't want to jinx myself or do anything, but I don't have any complications, Scott.
2: Yeah.
1: And even though those 10 to 12 years, well, where I wasn't weeing in a potty or measuring my blood sugar, I still monitored myself and I was careful. And I did my HB, I always get this wrong, the HB1AC, whatever it's called, my six, three months, six months blood test with my GP. And I was always on track. I don't think I ever went over seven or eight.
0: Hmm. Well, that's kind of impressive. Um, and did you get low much or no?
1: Well, I started noticing lows when I was around 30, and that's when I went back to my GP who referred me to an endocrinologist. This woman's changed my life. I walked in there, and the I, I, first thing I said to her is, you're not going to tell me what to do. And she looked at me. She goes, No. You steer your ship. I'm here to work with you. What you do is up to you, but I'll give you advice. And she changed my life. So she took me off the syringes and I went down to the pens and I was using Novo Rapid and Lantus. I think it was Lantus. Yeah, probably was. Yeah, and because I was exercising, she said, I need you to do it this way because I need you to give yourself insulin. You have to monitor more. We're going to give you a glucometer because you train so much. So for me, it was a novelty. I'd walk into work and everyone's going, oh, what's your blood sugar today? Where are you at? And they'd watch me. And I never used to speak about my diabetes. Like it was taboo as far as I was concerned. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it. No one could ask me. No one could say anything to me. I just didn't want to talk about it when I was younger. So this woman changed my life and I owe everything to her to how far I've come.
0: Well, it's interesting. Course, isn't it interesting, yeah. Stacey, and you walk in there and you're just like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And she, she knew exactly how to handle you. She's like, Oh no, no, of yeah. course not. Meanwhile, do you think in her head, she was thinking, Oh, it's one of these. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think she did because she even said to me, she goes, you're on dinosaur syringes. We have to get you off of that and bring you, To date. So she, I think she did play with my head in regards to she used the right words to make me feel like I was doing all the decisions. Does Mm. that make sense?
0: Oh, no. Yeah. I'm married. I know. I know how to do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you kill me? I know exactly
0: what you're talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So she really changed my life. And that's where I started noticing what. a hypo was more about. I probably did have hypos but didn't recognise them as much when I was younger. Um, So, yeah, she changed my life and then she decided to go to New South Wales, so to Sydney, which is to the right of Victoria, and I had to see a new doctor, a new endo, and that's when I started seeing a new endocrinologist and she was just as fabulous, if not... More fabulous than the one that I'd seen, so I was very fortunate. Yeah, it's with a, my endocrinologist. What's well,
0: such an example too of how a, a decent, well-meaning doctor can can impact you so well? You know, hundred percent. Yeah, they only have to do their job and care a little bit, and it makes such a big difference to you. And correct, hundred percent. Not touch you inappropriately, but that as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So, how many years do you think you injected for? Before you got to faster acting insulin.
1: I would have been around 30. So if I, if I was diagnosed at six, 24 years.
0: 24 years, you did it that way. Then you went to a faster acting, but you were still injecting. Is that right?
1: Yep. yep. MDI. Yep.
0: And you did that for like, are you on a pump now or no?
1: Yeah. I only went on to the Omnipod in November last year. So I was injecting for forty three uh, 43 years.
0: Wow. Wow. Hey, yeah. is there any chance that you got that Omnipod because of the podcast?
1: Well, no, n- not Stacey, not really.
0: Stacey, Stacey, I'm trying to sell ads here. What are you doing? Just, right. you know, uh, just look. try again. <laughs> say Just say something like, hey, Omnipod, I never would have known about the Omnipod if it wasn't for Scott. Go ahead. <laughs> look,
1: to be honest, I never would have known what I know about the Omnipod if it wasn't for Scott, 100%. I don't remember if I started researching the Omnipod just after I started listening to you or if I started researching the Omnipod just before I started listening to you. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I don't know if my memory being so crap is because I'm 50 (laughs) or because of my diabetes. Sometimes I question
0: it. I don't have diabetes and sometimes I (laughs) sit here thinking, I know there's a word, it means this. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, um, and I was, I was obviously, I was teasing before, but I, about a year ago or so, um, Insulate reached out to me and said, hey, we're launching Omnipod in Australia, and we'd like you to talk about it a little bit. And I was like, okay. So I did in an ad or two, and then I just thought this would be a nice opportunity for you to say you heard one of those ads, but it's okay. Uh- <laughs> don't, don't worry.
1: Are you you should have prepped me up better. I would have, <laughs> I would have made you sound amazing.
0: <laughs> no, this is also nice. I mean, it's just it's. Um, was this a doctor that moved you towards a pump?
1: Nope. No. Nope. So no, I started researching because I was getting frustrated with my hormones and, of course, my period. And when I started listening to you and you're saying be bold with insulin, as soon as I took that approach. My, it just changed my life,
2: hmm.
1: even more than what my life had already been changed. Yeah. And then I started researching. Maybe I did hear it from you because I started researching for a tubeless pump. I just didn't want to be on a pump with tubes.
0: Stacey, you're fucking killing me. Is it me or not?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was you. It was you, Scott. It was you. And the, and then I found you and I heard you And then I found out about the Omnipod It's just the best thing I could have heard
0: this, At, at, at best, best this is coercion um, So I just, If Insulin's listening right now They're like he's not getting credit for this lady So it's fine it, it, It's okay But
1: No it was, it was Scott It was you, it was you. <laughs> So um I researched, and of course, it wasn't available here in Australia. Mm-hmm. No, Scott, it wasn't you. Now the pennies dropped. This oh, is hilarious. Damaged. Oh,
0: my God. All right, fine. Let's get Sorry. past this, Stacey. It's okay. It wasn't me. It's fine. I'm sure they'll okay, still buy yeah. ads. And Hey, listen, if they stop buying ads and the podcast collapses, it's not your fault, Stacy. Don't worry about it, okay? It's me. I didn't come oh. through. I,
1: I met Brett from Insulate in Sydney, so I can speak to him if you like.
0: <laughs> you met a man named Brett?
1: Yeah, he's from Insulate America. He's from where Head did, Offers, headquarters. Where did, where did you meet him? In Sydney. But
0: yeah, I know Sydney, but like at a Starbucks, or how did you
1: oh, I met him insulate Australia? brought them down and then they asked they read one of my blogs and i touched their hearts and everyone was crying in the office and they called me in um to do a webinar and that's where i met brett
0: oh you met like brett christensen
1: yeah, yeah. Brett and i can't remember the other dude's name oops
0: i'm sure the other guy's thrilled right now <laughs> it's like, yeah. I don't yeah if
1: it was glenn
0: oh no it it's was- just i'm just the guy standing next to brett it's fine <laughs> Brett's been on the show. Sorry? Said, yes, he has. Yeah, yeah, he's really great. Um,
1: okay. Fantastic.
0: Oh, so you wrote, you? I didn't know you had a blog.
1: Yeah, I keep blogs, yeah.
0: Oh, so you I wrote you blog. wrote something, oh, see, by the way, Stacy, you see what's going on, is they were launching Omnipod in, in Australia, and they started looking around for people to talk to who, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's all PR and marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jaded now. Like when um, I had somebody on the other day, she was really terrific. Jennifer Stone, right? So she was uh, on Wizards of Waverly Place on, on the Disney Channel. And she was right. absolutely terrific and one of my favorite like celebrity interviews because uh, she was so real and just conversational and everything. But somebody sent me a message and said, well, she, she mentioned the, the in-pen a couple of times. It, yep. fe- it felt like she works for them. And I was like, yeah, I think she does. And, and I said, uh, how do you think I get these people? Do you think they're just sitting around their house? I'm like, you know what? I really want to be on a podcast. I'm like, they're fulfilling a business uh, agreement. <laughs> They've agreed to do a certain amount of media for the job they're doing, which is to represent a thing. And I'm just lucky enough that the podcast reaches enough people that the PR people think to ask me if they'll be on. And I... And then I thought, like, do people not understand that? Like when you see The Rock on the Tonight Show, you know he's selling a movie, right? Like he wasn't he wasn't like, Oh, I, I haven't talked to Jimmy Fallon in a while. I think I'll go over.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right.
0: Yeah. So okay. So they you wrote something. What 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 did you write about?
1: So I wrote about my experience starting the omnipod. Um, if anyone doesn't know what the omnipod is, it's a tubeless pump and it's fantastic. So (laughs) I started writing about my experience the first couple of days with the Omnipod. Mm -hmm. And when I started the Omnipod, I cried for a month. I cried every day because I didn't have to do another injection. Wow. And I cannot tell you the emotions that ran through me. And the hardest thing was that I'm going to get emotional now. I'm going to try not to. My father wasn't around. My father passed away eight years ago. And they told us when I was diagnosed, by the time your daughter gets to 21, there'll be a cure. Well, clearly I've been 21 twice (laughs) and there's no cure. And to be on a pump and not have to inject into your tummy, because that's the only place I would inject, it's not liberating, it's... I just don't feel like a, di- uh, a like a diabetic anymore, and that's my hashtag, and I I stand by that. Living with this pump and of course the senses, I actually don't actually don't feel like a diabetic, and my father wasn't here to see it or witness it or experience it with me, and it just broke my heart, and I cried
2: mm.
1: and cried for a month. And I started writing my blogs, and they were very emotional because I was just expressing my emotion at the time.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's when um, that's when Joe Joe Seder from Insulate Australia, reached out to me, and she she was crying on the phone with me because she said your pod, uh, your yeah, your blog touched my heart. She just talked to me some more, and then I just couldn't stop crying, and then. They asked me to speak to government and prime minister and ministers and just so we can have the pod subsidized because to be honest, it's $400 a month here and like it's eating into my home loan. I'm a single woman living on her own um, with a mortgage and it's hard to keep it up, but I, it's not something I want to give up because it's just changed my life.
0: And so there's uh, an effort to... Get it covered by government insurance? Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Do you think it's going to happen? Yes. Good. Oh, that's great. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, the perspective that you show to people listening is is really fascinating. That just leaving injections was such a big deal for you. I mean, just a it, it meant everything to you. It's it's um. Yeah. It, it Almost unexpected when I heard you say it, and yeah. um, and at the same time I thought, oh God, is she being paid by Omnipod? I should have asked.
1: <laughs> no, no, I
0: know no. you're not. I I, no. I I know you're not. It just it was funny after everything we talked about. Where you so you, you spoke about it so passionately, I was like, uh, maybe I should just ask her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, Scott. I am so passionate about things that work for me and that I love. Mm-hmm. That I'm going to tell. I'm going to share it.
2: If I didn't like
1: the Omnipod, I wouldn't be sharing it. I I can go to the beach and sit on the beach on the sand like a beached whale and just tan all day and not have to worry about my pen and my insulin in my pen and whether it's overheating or not.
0: Mm -hmm. But not in Tasmania because it's cold there.
1: Correct. Not in Tasmania. I'm paying attention.
0: (laughs) Also... I fully believe that you would be honest about Omnipod if you didn't like it after you were unwilling to even joke about hearing about it through the podcast. So <laughs> you're like, no, I don't believe it was you. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. You must be
0: a ton of fun to date.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, am. I think I'm pretty good fun. Yeah, I, I just say it as news. People are scared of me. Not that they should be. I've just... My bark's bigger than my bite.
0: (laughs) I understand. Do you guys
1: have that saying in America? I
0: know know the saying, yeah.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so Omnipod did change my life, and that happened November the 29th, 2021, and I haven't looked back. And since that day, I've probably had three injections because I've had the other day I had an issue with the Omnipod. It had a kinked cannula. Mm Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get my blood sugar down, so I just gave myself a quick shot just to bring it down, a quick insulin shot, if anyone's wondering, just to bring it back down. So since then, I've probably just had three insulin shots.
0: Yeah. It's a great, by the way, a great tip. If you're wearing a pump and you're bolusing and things aren't working and you want to check to see if it's your site, quick, easy way is to inject some insulin. If that suddenly works the way you expect it to, you might expect that there's an insulin delivery problem.
1: So, right, there, yeah. there you go.
0: Yeah, see that? That's we cool. can say something useful while we're talking.
1: Yeah, of course we can. Um, what I've noticed with Omnipod, I know exactly now when I'm ovulating, when my period's due, I know it so well that I just change my programs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I don't have these up and downs all the time, the highs and lows. I You're- keep it consistent because I know my body. And it's the best thing, especially for people going into perimenopause and menopause like myself.
0: Are are you getting real hot or what's happening to you?
1: Um, I've just seen changes with my period every month. I I don't get the hot flushes. I don't get anything like that. I've just seen changes and I'm 50. Like it's going to start somewhere, isn't it?
0: Yeah, you would think.
1: (laughs) So You would. So I'm just, I want to tackle it before it gets me, before it gets me, before it really starts happening, and that's what the Omnipod has done for me. It's allowed me, like if I wake up and have my, when I wake up and have my breakfast, if I spike straight after my breakfast, I'm ovulating. So I change my program to my ovulation program. Wow. And then it comes back in line. Um, If I start hyperwing after breakfast, then I know that I need to switch it back because sometimes we forget because we're 50 we forget now.
0: <laughs> do you find so, um, that during the event you need more or less insulin?
1: Um, mm, it depends.
0: It does.
1: One right? month I'll need more, and then the next month I'll need less.
0: Has that changed Just, since um, menopause, or uh, you? You're, you think you're peri-menopause? You are perimenopause? you do not think you're peri? Yeah, I think I'm
1: peri. Yep.
0: So has that changed recently? Or was it more consistent in the years prior?
1: Well, I don't know. Because I was on MDI, I could never control it. I just with MDI, all I did was increase my Levemir, because I went on to Levemir. in the mornings, I increased it by two units every morning for the day for the days that I, I had my period or before my period. Mm. That's all I did. And it wasn't even great. It helped, but it wasn't great.
0: Right. Yeah, it wasn't enough. So, it's not It's not instantaneous enough either because correct. you have to notice it, and then I imagine you wait another day to make sure you're sure, and then you yes. then you inject it, and then you don't get that benefit for hours and hours after that. And by the time you yep. do all that, you're probably halfway through your period.
1: Correct. Yeah. Exactly right. Well, with the sensor and the Omnipod, you just see it. You, you actually can see what's happening to your body. Mm-hmm. So you just adjust accordingly. And it's it's the best thing. I, I'm Like, I'm like, yay for diabetes. It's fantastic. If you get diabetes, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. You can get through it because we've got this technology and it's amazing.
0: Are you using a Libre or a Dexcom? Dexcom. Okay. And is that in Australia right now? Is that Dexcom? Six, six. You you have the six. Is that covered by the by the health authority?
1: It's just got covered on July the first. So yes, we were paying three hundred dollars, three hundred and fifty dollars for the sensor, and then another another four hundred dollars for the transmitter every three months.
0: Oh, well, Stacey, were you out of pocket almost ten thousand dollars a year for insulin pumps? Yes. And- and then the CGMs, wow. Yep, yep. Why? Why does it take so long for them to cover it when they're covering other insulin pumps? Aren't they?
1: They are, um, because the Omnipod isn't part of the. Um, I might say all this wrong because I'm not. I'm not a doctor or into medical terms, but Stacey, it's not it's on the. Ju-
0: it's just a podcast. You can be wrong if you want to. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's not on the process process thesis list it's not considered i don't know i don't know i don't understand it and therefore it's not a normal pump like your other pumps pumps (laughs) so they haven't um put it on health insurance or subsidized it Hmm. so that's what we're fighting for at the moment and, and i mean we're fighting for it there's a few of us on instagram and we keep putting up posts fund the pod fund the pod it's you know it's life changing and it'll save us from complications and living a longer and healthier life and it'll save us from going to hospital and you know you can monitor everything so i don't understand why they won't subsidize it
0: well i'm going to so- guess i'm going to guess it's got something to do with money and and other things maybe there's um hmm i don't want to guess but is the other pump maybe – I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'd be guessing. But sometimes it's just political pressure. Correct. You know, and, and, and I understand lobbying. that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I understand that. But it, $400 a month – is a And lot. before the, the sensors were subsidized, like we were paying nearly $800 a month plus your insulin, plus your jelly beans or your juice box or whatever you need to treat your hypos – Plus or your doctor's appointment We were looking at $1,500 a month
0: Yeah How much are the jelly beans in Australia?
1: Jelly beans A packet, a kilo, one kilo Is about $12 from the pharmacy Or the chemist, I don't know what you guys call it Over there, pharmacy or chemist I
0: like chemist better, but we call it a pharmacy (laughs) Chemist makes it feel In in my opinion, the word chemist makes it feel Like they're making meth, which I I Think is fun (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna okay. start I'm gonna start calling the pharmacist the chemist
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh well I I applaud you going so hard after this it's um do you, and you do it just to Instagram
1: just to Instagram I've, I do I can't do my blogs on Instagram because Instagram only allows you to um have certain amount of characters and my blogs go for pages <laughs> I'm on a site on Facebook and it's the Omnipod Australian Users. And I'm sure you can join if you want, Scott. (laughs) Um, You don't have to be Australian to use it. And I write them on there and people just used to wait for my blog so they could read it and see what's happened and how have I challenged it and what's happened. Because I'll say it, the pod was crap. You know, Edom um, started beeping at me while I'm in the water at the beach, and the whole beach heard it, and I still don't know why. Um, and I had to race home and change it, and come back to the beach to continue my tanning. And then, you know, I rang insulate, and we went through it, and um, it's you know, it only I cooked it in the sun because I was sunbaking. Well, Stacy, so. so you
0: don't realize that that was a um, it was a an alarm to warn you of a, yes. shar- a shark attack. It was it saved your life. <laughs> It absolutely saved your life. And, yeah, uh, it yeah, did. Yeah. It did. Geez. <laughs> they can't, listen, Omnipod can't put that in the literature because, you know, <laughs> it's spotty coverage. It doesn't work all the time. Uh, but so would you have a pod failure? Did you not know how to like stick a pin in the back to shut it up?
1: It just was beeping. And I didn't know. And it said, call customer service, um, insulin, insulin. Um, has stopped or something like that okay so i um i clicked on her i think it said change pod and i said yes and it stopped but i was getting no insulin so we got in the car and i had to come home and change the pod and then we went back to the beach was the it- first time it happened i was quite scared because i didn't know what the hell was going on okay the second time it happened i'm like come on man you're killing me all i want to do is sunbake you're killing me and then the third time it happened i'm like it's me. It's user error. It cannot be the pod. So that's when I rang up Insulin and said, What am I doing wrong? And then they said, Well, what have you been doing? I said, Sun baking. Was the pod exposed to the sun? Absolutely, it was. Like my whole body's exposed to the sun. Yes. They're like, Yeah, you've cooked it. Well, it only know. goes up to what? 38 degrees, I think. How,
0: how hard is and it in then Australia? Then-
1: you know, it depends. We, we get 30s and 38s and 40 degree heat, but I was sitting in the sun with the sun beaming on it for not 30 minutes, like for hours. I overheated the thing. I, <laughs> <cooked
0: it. laughs> I, don't, I mean, Arden's laid on the beach in it. Actually, she's going to the beach on Saturday, she told me. Um,
2: okay.
0: Yeah. And, I, you know, when I said she told me that she's like, Oh, we're going to the beach on Saturday. I was like, That's great, you'll be taking insulin in an extra pot, right? And she goes, Yes, I will. And I was like, Okay, great, then go to the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, I didn't do that. Maybe you needed to tell me that because I had to come home three <laughs> times and change the damn thing. I'm like, Come on, Stacey, this I,
0: I, I'd like to, um, I'd like to share with you a famous quote from an American president, uh, fool me once, uh, uh, uh shame on you. Uh, fool me don't get fooled again and so uh that's that's george bush by the way uh miss yep. miss completely misrepresenting that saying <laughs> it's one of my favorite things anyone's ever said
2: <laughs>
0: but so you know it's fool me once shame on you yep. uh fool me twice shame on me um yeah but have you ever heard him say it no oh it's spectacular <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, and you know, if I have heard him say it, I probably don't remember. Oh my god, <laughs> it, it pretty bad. It's it's
0: my f- it's my favorite thing that anyone's ever gotten wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care, by the way, about his politics or who he is. Or it's yeah. just I I couldn't possibly care less. It's my favorite thing. I will find the audio and put it at the end of the episode. It's so it's so great. He's just yes, like, he just like gets caught in the middle. And he just goes uh. Uh, fool me, don't get fooled again. It sounds like he turns into Elvis in the middle of it. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, oh, my God. Um, okay, so so your point is you'll write about Omnipod, and you'll say when you love it, and you'll say when you have a problem with it, you're really open and honest about it. Yep. And, yeah, I think that's important. I think, I, you know, years ago, I was making the point to an advertiser who was like, you know, somebody was like, negative about our thing. And I said, Yeah, well your thing's not perfect. You know, and if you if what you want is for people to pretend it is, I think you're just I think you're just setting people up to be disappointed. Like wouldn't it be better to know that sometimes stuff goes wrong and here's how you deal with it. Instead of treating them like, oh, this is going to be absolutely insanely perfect for you every minute of every day for the rest of your life. And then when something goes wrong, they think it's a giant failure. It, they're still just Correct. little machines, you know, like yeah. I I feel the same way when I feel the same way when people are like, I test it and my blood sugar is 120 and my Dexcom said I was 98. I'm like,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a delight. Yeah.
0: St- Stacy used to wee in a potty to figure out her blood sugar. And by the way, it wasn't right or actionable. So, you know, 120 98, it's, it's good yeah. information. It's good information. And and they'll say and they'll say stuff like, Well, it's normally so accurate. I'm like, Oh, so you're it's normally so accurate, but this one time it wasn't, and you're <laughs> right away like this piece of garbage. I'm like, I you, you don't understand, like you have no perspective for diabetes technology. This stuff is you know. astonishing right now, and, right. And, and just getting better all the time. So are you um Are you, what are you using the Omnipod Dash?
1: Yes, the Omnipod 5 hasn't come here. And I kept asking Brett to accidentally leave one (laughs) before he left. But um, he didn't want, like, we couldn't discuss it, we couldn't talk about it because it hasn't been released in Australia. So they were very um, protective of the Omnipod 5. And that's fine because Mm -hmm. it's not here. Um, I have my manager who's gone to the States at the moment, and I was going to say to him, can you just grab me an Omnipub 5 and bring it back for me? But I didn't realize that you need letters and what have you, so I just yeah. aborted that mission.
0: <laughs> abort, <laughs> abort. Um, okay. Yeah, you know, all the companies, they, they don't talk about stuff before it's cleared because it Correct. can cause real, like, regulatory problems while they're trying to get stuff through the FDA. Um, yeah. I remember... Correct. Uh, God, who came on? Somebody from something one time, and he just said something offhanded about something that hadn't been cleared yet. And I got like a panicked email about six hours later. And it was just like three words. And and he's like, yeah. I need you to take those three words out or we're gonna we're gonna get killed by the FDA. And I was like, <laughs> whatever, it's fine with me. You're like, I don't wanna, I'm not trying to get you in tra-. And he was not say anything wrong. Like, you know what I mean? He just yeah. kind of like, he kind of wondered out loud about something and he's like, we can't say that right now. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. So, but yeah, they're all very—they're paranoid. They, re- oh yeah, they really are.
1: So, if the TGA is listening, you need to get your act together. And if the government's listening, you need to get your act together.
0: Yeah, you think the government <laughs> would listen to this? Hey, if someone from the Australian government is listening, I'd like an email. I'd like—I'd like to know that I have that kind of power. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to start yeah. asking for other things. For instance. <laughs> Can, why can't you make the sharks remote control? Like, what if you put, like, a little, like, headset on them, like in the cartoons, and you could keep them away from where you guys are surfing? How many people are killed uh-huh. by sharks in Australia every year, by the way?
1: Uh, I don't know those statistics. Those statistics don't bother me because it hasn't killed me, so I don't really care. Why are you swimming with the sharks in the first place? I
0: don't understand, and I don't agree. Uh, they shouldn't yeah. be. Uh, how many shark attacks have been reported in Australia in 2022? There have been 11. Shark attack bites <laughs> in Australia. What? Well, by the way, here's an interesting statement: zero provoked and one fatal. So what? one person's been killed by a shark in Australia this year. But what the hell does "they're not provoked" mean? How do I? How do you know that the shark didn't feel provoked? Did you ask it?
1: <laughs> exactly right.
0: Oh, We're is- in their
1: territory. At the end of the day,
0: wow, this is a thing they track. Provo- yeah. How do you provoke? Unprovoked, provoked. Wow, they track, By the way, wow, they track shark attacks forever. Recorded shark <laughs> incidences since 1791. Oh my god. Who's keeping track of this?
1: Insulin wasn't even released in 1791. <laughs> That's
0: exactly right. And we were still <laughs> tracking shark attacks. Most of them are Oops. minor lacerations, by the way.
1: Oh, right.
0: Okay. Except for the ones that say (laughs) horrible things, which I'm not going to (laughs) read. No. Um, Yeah, let's just stick with the most of them are just minor lacerations. That's fine. Um, I didn't know that people were tracking something like that. I've been scrolling the whole time we're talking. I'm only to 1930. There you go. I see. There you go. So
1: we, we don't even have a cure for diabetes, yet they're tracking sharks. Shark attacks.
0: By the way, is QLD Queensland?
1: Yes, okay. it is.
0: Look at me. I'm going to be like an official Australian by the time you and I are done talking. Also, yep, you my, sure my 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 uh, my sense of humor works in Australia, doesn't it?
1: It does. Well, you've got me in hysterics when I'm on my walks every day. And when I decide to listen to you, I just, I die from laughter.
0: I'm going to move there when I retire. Can you get rid of all the oh. spiders before I get there, please? Because if you could do that. <laughs> I think
1: just, just move to, I don't even know where I could send you. So you don't get attacked by a a great white.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm not going to the ocean, but I do panic because if something goes wrong, how do you get off the Island? You know what I mean? It's just not, I want to be able to run on land. (laughs) Seriously. I want to be able to bolt in a direction. If stuff gets upside down, you, have you ever heard the one episode I did with someone where I was, you know, joking, Joking about spiders, and then they told a story about a spider being in their toilet? No,
1: I didn't hear. I haven't heard. Do you know you've got over 700 episodes? Like, I only started listening to you last year. I haven't gotten through even half of them.
0: Have you considered quitting <laughs> your job or so that you could listen more?
1: No, because then I couldn't afford my Omnipod. You know, what? There hey, we go, um, Omnipod again.
0: <laughs> hey, could you just real quick say Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox in that delightful accent of yours?
1: Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Thank you. <laughs> In that delightful voice of mine. Is that right? <laughs> I like the way
0: you say, I like the way you say, you say insulin, which is cool. Insulin. And when you tried to say HBA1C, it was delightful. <laughs>
1: I don't even know what it is. hba one C HB one H-B-1-A-C, HBC one A. I don't even know what it is. I,
0: I have to say, I've gone. I think I've gone over this with an Australian in the past. But my favorite part of it is that you take the H and you turn it into a word that sounds like H. So it's almost like H-Y- I don't know H A Y E C H maybe, <laughs> and then it's, so it's like H H B. H B, so it's H A, I think it's H A Y uh maybe C H Y C H and then B B E and then and then you put the be. then you put the one in front of the A. So you go H B one A one C, which is backwards, mm. it's A one C. It's absolutely delightful. I'm <laughs> I swear to you. I don't know why you're single, but if Kelly dies, I'm coming and finding you for sure. So <laughs> And by the way, she's on a flight right now, overseas. So, all
1: oh, right. Well, look, the, the amount you know about diabetes, you know, you're very welcome. i would so s- be, be.
0: I would totally be a catch for a fifty year old type one, wouldn't I?
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I'm gonna have no trouble dating if this plane crashes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God! Poor Kelly. <laughs>
0: she's in Munich right now, texting me from the airport. So, she had to go to she had to go to Paris for work, and uh, yeah. she's she's on her way back. Her life is horrible, very tough, as you can yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah,
1: it sounds it
0: constant struggle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sounds it. But okay, so I, let me make sure: is there anything we haven't talked about that I should have? Uh, the one thing you talk you you put in your notes about growing up in a Greek family. Like, you said yeah. it like that means something. So let me first ask you the obvious question. Your favorite actor is John Stamos, right?
1: Um, George Clooney.
0: Clooney? Okay. All right. I just thought for but the... it,
1: um, You know, John Stamos is pretty hot, and he doesn't even look like he's nearly 60. But George Clooney, he's just... Oh.
0: He's, he's holding up, huh?
1: Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I, George Clooney is my favorite actor. Did I write John Stamos?
0: No, I just assumed because of the Greek. Thing. Oh, because
1: he's Greek. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you have the my big see. you have my big fat Greek wedding on like VHS and DVD, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Do you really?
1: I do. I've got it on DVD. I don't know about VHS, but I do have it on DVD. Yes, my, I do.
0: My, my powers of generalization are amazing. Um,
1: they are. <laughs> you stereotype me too.
0: It's so easy. I don't. I always say you know, people like, you know, stereotypes are wrong. And I was like, oh, okay. They're also incredibly accurate. <laughs> so yeah, how do you think I jumped to so many conclusions while I'm making the podcast? And I'm always right. Always <laughs> right. Even okay. e- even with the spider, and I'm like, oh, spiders are terrible, right? And she's like, well, yeah, there was one in my toilet, and I was like, yeah, see, I'm right about that. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so well, now, well, now that I've heard you say that, I don't think I'm a good replacement then <laughs> as a mate because if you're looking at George Clooney, I don't think I'm on the same, <laughs> not exactly on the same scale as him. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I think all the women look at George Clooney like that. I don't think it's just me.
0: I believe I look at George Clooney like that. So <laughs> a handsome man.
1: Oh uh, you kill me. <laughs> you oh,
0: kill me. Brad Pitt too, by the way.
1: Uh yeah, Brad Pitt's all right. Yeah.
0: We don't love Brad Pitt because he's his features aren't dark enough for you, huh?
1: Um I don't know. I don't know what it is about Brad Pitt. He is, you know, he, he's he's good on the eye, but yeah, it's something about Clooney. I don't know.
0: Do you know I was Brad- really
1: devastated when he married that woman. That he married
0: <laughs> that woman. <because> I just <laughs> that woman that pulled him out of the dating pool. I was so close.
1: <laughs> I was so close. You've got no idea, Scott. Isn't she <laughs> no like, idea?
0: Isn't she like a genius and an attorney and like nine other things?
1: Mm, and like ten or twenty years younger than me. Yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, and is my age.
0: Is she really younger?
1: Yeah, she's younger
0: than him. Oh, I guess if I was George Clooney, I'd get a younger cult.
1: Yeah. Well no Sherlock, so would I.
0: <laughs> hey, have you ever um seen uh, Brad Pitt's brother in anything?
1: No, has he got a brother?
0: Yes, yeah, Stu. You don't know Stu Pitt? No. No? No. Stu Pitt? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly, I think this episode is going to be called Stupid.
1: <laughs> I dare you to do that. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Meanwhile, the people oh. from Omnipod are like, call it Omnipod's available in Australia. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Call it that. Or call it Fund the Pod. I,
0: uh, <laughs> stupid. Fund the
1: Pod. And How are we not going to
0: call it Stupid, me. though?
1: <laughs> no, no, but we can hashtag the Prime Ministers.
0: Well, you can do that anyway. You don't think they'd be like, why am I listening to something called stupid? <laughs> also, after all this, they, they're they probably not even inclined to help you. but just like this one.
1: No, exactly wrong.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, it's, it's, it's great to bring awareness to it because, I mean, it's just – it's obvious, right? Like, people yeah. need choices and they need options and they need to feel like – I mean – it took it you didn't even know you were hopeless i think if i'm if i'm understanding your story correctly like you you didn't real i i don't imagine you knew when you got an insulin pump that you would feel the relief that you felt
1: no no absolutely not i <laughs> i don't even know i didn't even think about how i would feel all i thought about was i can control my hormones in regards to my periods my ovulation perimenopause menopause that's all I thought about. Yeah, and then when my diabetes educator said, "Put it on your arm," and this is it, I went back to work and I was in a daze. I was walking around the office and people were saying to me, "Are you okay?" And I'd look at them. I said, "Yeah, I am, but I've got this thing on my arm, and I'm just, I'm just trying to come to terms with it. I, mm. I don't really know what's going on."
0: Yeah, so it's weird enough. To put something on i hear people say it all the time like especially about their children Like a lot of people with newly diagnosed kids like i don't want to stick something on my kid and i'm like listen the pros are gonna far outweigh the cons just go for it you know so after you get past that feeling like you 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 described like actual elation about not having to and i assume there was there was that and then the sadness of you not Like I I assume you wanted your father to be able to experience that too so he wouldn't have to feel as badly for you or worry about you as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because I told my mom, and my mom's turning 91, so she was 90 at the time, and I don't think she really comprehended what I've done or what this means. And all she said to me in her Greek accent was, good luck. And I just looked at her and I'm like, I don't think she understands what this actually means for me. And even though I tried to explain to her, I don't have to do an injection again in Greek. I said it to her. I still don't think she totally grasps what it actually means. Whilst with my dad, because my dad did everything. He injected me. He used to chase me around the house and I used to be crying my eyes out. So he wouldn't give me an insulin shot. I just would scream and yell and, you know, he was 41 when I was diagnosed mm. and he aged within six months of me being diagnosed and he experienced it all. He he did it all. So the fact that he wasn't here, it broke me. It actually broke me because it would have been something I wanted to share with him yeah. and say to him, Dad, look, it's not a cure, but it's like a cure. I feel cured. And he would get it, whilst yeah. mom didn't understand it.
0: Right. Do you think if she was younger, she would have understood? Or even yes. then? Yeah. My, my mom's yeah. 80, and there are times where she responds to things, and I think, I don't even think she means that. Like, I, yes. I I don't even know that she has an opinion sometimes. Sometimes I think she's just working off the last thing that she remembers. And, yes. And, you know, it's just, it's tough getting older. But I understand what you mean. Like, you didn't, you lost out on telling your father and then telling yeah. telling your mom was anticlimactic and and not very fulfilling, yeah. right? Well, you right. told me, and I'm I understand what you're saying, and I'm thrilled for you. Oh,
1: thank you, yeah. thank I, you. I yeah. mean, it's not and really it's, the
0: same, but you know,
1: no, but and and that's the thing, and you know, like I've had people when I write it in my pods, and I've had friends that follow me. You know, there are friends that are asked me about it, and they get just as excited because they used to see me in a restaurant, pull up my top. Calculate my car because I'm by carbs. I, I follow my macros strictly, not for my diabetes, I follow it for weight loss. Um, and because I lift weights. But they used to see me lift up my shirt or my dress and just inject. And you know, one of my closest girlfriends, she she's just as excited as as me because she just looks at the PDM. She goes, Is that it? Every time, is that it? And I'm like, Yeah, that's it. That's all I have to do now. Mm. And it's just the best, best feeling. And then, you know, I've got a sister and a brother and a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law. My sister-in-law is type 1 diabetic as well, and she's obviously married to my brother, and their son is a type 1 diabetic also now. Okay. And I was telling them, and they didn't, none of them got it excited, and that's because it was taboo. We made it taboo to talk about it because I didn't want to talk about it, Scott. I told no one. I traveled overseas, and I didn't tell the people I was traveling with that I was a diabetic.
0: Yeah. I hid it. now and now you're willing to talk about it, and well, that's good because they'll figure it out from watching you at some point too. Yeah, you correct. Know? Yeah, they they absolutely will, and that and you'll end up helping them as well. Also, the way you say taboo is amazing. Taboo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a city in Star Wars. <laughs> lovely it really taboo. is <laughs> absolutely what's wrong with taboo <laughs> taboo i mean <laughs> it's fantastic uh I, I listen i can't say water so you know whatever uh but no that's well. it, that's a lovely story it really is we mixed it in with a lot of insanity but um i think it's just it's it's a really lovely lovely story and um yeah i think it's important so you're gonna keep going i imagine if you can get on the five one day you will
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm first in line. I've told Insulate in Sydney, as soon as it comes out, you're going to ring me, you're going to tell me, I'm going to be there, we're going to do this. I don't want to wait any longer than what I had to wait for the Omnipod because we had to book in, go through the Diabetes Educator and, you know, it went on a little bit too long, but that's okay. Um, I'm there. I'm first. I'll be – you'll see me on the news in America going, there's a crazy girl running around Australia. She got the Omnipod 5. That'll be me.
0: Listen – I I don't know if it's inappropriate to say, but the one thing I don't like about this Omnipod story is that now there are not fit women pulling up their dresses in restaurants anymore. So, (laughs) I mean, I think that's a downside, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, it probably is, but hey. How was lunch?
0: How was lunch, Jim? I was good. I had a burger and some girl pulled her dress up. It was fantastic. (laughs) I don't know what the hell she was doing, but, you know, Uh it made the wait for the french fries easier. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you Come even on, have was, french fries in never,
1: australia
0: <laughs> what was that do you even have french fries in australia of course you do right yeah
1: we do Check. have french fries in australia but i was so discreet scott people didn't even know that i did it half the times
0: no i imagine I was, no i know you get yeah. really good at it, I, it actually yeah. when you notice people doing it in public i sometimes think i only notice it because I know what they're doing, and right, and they're they're so like I don't just like ninja like about it that I I yeah. don't think anyone else sees it, but but somebody else yeah. who knows about it, you know. So
1: yeah, no. I remember the first time I did it at a restaurant with one of my closest girlfriends. She had never seen me do it before, and she went into complete meltdown. She caused the scene at the table. Really, yep. She calls the scene. Oh my God! What are you doing? Why are you doing that here? Can't you go to the toilet? Why does it have to be here? Aren't you embarrassed? Oh, and
0: she's uh, a oh oh. Yeah. I almost used and a I, bad I, word.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should have. Oh, don't worry about that. I I don't know how I have managed to speak to you without dropping a few bombs there, but yeah. Um, I, and I looked at her and I said, "You go to the toilet. Why do I have to go to the toilet? You go to the toilet. And turn if your you don't want to see me."
0: That's, I I never understand that, that reaction. Like if someone, like it's the tiniest bit of common sense to look at a person and go, wow, that's a lot for a person to have to do. I'll be flexible here. You know, even if it bothers me. Hey, real quick, the bad word that you were thinking of for her, say it and I'll bleep it out and then we'll see if it's the word I was thinking. Go ahead. Oh, I was thinking. No, no, I can't say my word.
1: Yes, you can. Yes, all right, tell me what it starts with, then I'll say it. You no, just bleep I, me out. I, I,
0: I was thinking, oh, my God, I was thinking, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's one word I don't use, Scott, unless I'm in the car by myself and you drive like a maniac, you're going to cop that word. But in front of people, I do not say that word. So, I try not to anyway. <laughs>
0: no, I don't think – I obviously wouldn't either. I could barely get it out. But I'm, I'm just thinking, like, doesn't it – does the British connotation of that word, is it the same – as in Australia, like the vibe of what that word means? Yes. Okay. Yes. So then it, it would 100%. it would fit in that spot, right? But it wouldn't have the American feeling of it.
1: No, because what's the American feeling of it? Do you guys use it differently to us?
0: I I think here it's just a it's just a vicious word about women. Whereas I think in ah. I think in like in England, Australia, it's more about like the way you would like, if, if you saw somebody just being a like a, a jerk, you, like, you'd almost like, call them like a dick here, I think. Yes. Right? Correct. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I love when a person with an accent uses that word correctly, I find it to be delightful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we use it pretty much together with the other word that I said.
0: Oh, which one goes f- – so, hold on. We'll just bleep this out. He- Is it – it's not f- – like you don't just put them together, right?
1: Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. We go, you fucking.
0: Oh, like that? That's beautiful. Like that? <laughs> That's really. Don't well. bleep
1: that out. Leave it in. Let people hear it.
0: I can't. I can't leave that in, or I lose my clean rating, and and uh, I t- or and Apple will take me out of certain countries.
1: Oh, uh, you better bleep it out. So then.
0: I'll bleep it out. But I love it. <laughs> although, <laughs> although I got a very passionate note from a woman. Here, we'll end on this. Let me take a drink. Hold on. Uh, I got a very. I used the word. <laughs> so I I left the word fuck in an episode by mistake <clears throat> during during the editing process, and then the very next day I did it again. So for two, I don't know what was wrong with me that week when I was editing, but I missed the word fuck twice in in <laughs> concurrent episodes. I'm making so much editing for myself right now, and um, and so. I immediately realized it, and I took them out, and I went to the Facebook group just to share with people, hey, like, you know, I missed a couple. I'm sorry. And I titled the Facebook post, I gave two folks by mistake. <laughs> and and then I just explained, you know, in this episode and that episode, but it's been fixed, and if you're scared you're going to hear it, delete the episode and re-download it. You should get a clean copy, but some people's players don't replace copies when I put them up. There's nothing I can do about that, blah, blah, blah. And I just explained it out. Like, I really wanted people to know if you don't want to hear it, like, here's a way you could possibly get ahead of not hearing it. And I got a very passionate note from a woman who told me how much the podcast has helped her, how amazing it's been for her health, but that she was not going to listen anymore. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? Because at first I thought... Well that's strange. You know what I mean? Like like if it's helping you that much, like you're gonna give away your good health or your happiness or whatever for yeah. for this. But yeah, like it meant that much to her. So I responded back to her and I said, Listen, it was an honest mistake. I didn't just leave it in there on purpose, like I I genuinely yeah. made a mistake and I didn't take it out. And then she responded back and she said, well, I'll, I'll think about it. And I was like, okay, well, she's like, mistakes do happen. I was like, we are being very serious right now. And um, about something that she obviously felt very strongly about that. It was interesting to me because I don't think twice about it. Like I wouldn't, if I, if this wasn't a clean rated show, I would be cursing a lot more, yeah. you know?
1: yep, hundred percent. I get you. It's It's part of our vocabulary. Vocabulary, but at the end of the day, she's got what diabetes, and you can't say the word. F-. Like, come on, <laughs> we say f- all the time because it frustrates us.
0: Do you think she does? <laughs> You're too? gonna have
1: to bleep me out. No, <laughs> do,
0: gonna well, obviously, my, I'm going to spend an extra half an hour cleaning up this episode, but that's not the point. And you know, we're 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 in this far now, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound, which I'm sort <laughs> I'm sure George Bush would have said, <laughs> "In for a nickel, <laughs> buy me a dollar." So. <laughs> but all right so do you want to stay w- so we're done but do you want to stay with me for a second while i find the george bush yeah. thing
1: yeah no worries
0: okay because you got to go to bed
1: oh don't worry about it i normally get up at this time to change my pod why is that happening because because we pay 400 dollars, scott i use it up until the you 80 hours it. are finished.
0: oh you stretch it out as far as you can
1: yeah, absolutely yes. And if I have to get up at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning Then I'm going to do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, hold on a second Let me see if I can pick this up on the microphone
2: There's an old saying in Tennessee I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee That says, fool me once Shame on Shame on you If <laughs> <laughs> fool me, you can't get fooled again <laughs>
1: There's no- It's hilarious. <laughs> he was a bit muffled, but I heard the he, last bit. He, you fool me, fool me. What did he say? Fool he me goes, once. Fool there's me an old
0: again. he starts out, he goes, There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on shame on you. Fool me. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is that not like a Led Zeppelin or or Pink Floyd lyric. Uh,
1: I don't know because I don't listen to them.
0: You can't get fooled again. What is that? How are you not going to be helpful for me now if I need to know this? I,
1: I don't. I don't listen to Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd.
0: What? I'm a girl. You're a girl. It's the Who, by the way. I've outed myself as not knowing my '60s, '70s rock. Um, won't well, get, won't get fooled again. Is is a Who song. So in my heart, I believe that he started into this, forgot he was in Texas, first of all, said Tennessee, right? And then, (laughs) it's fantastic. And then he he starts into the saying, gets lost, and finishes with a who lyric. (laughs) (laughs) It's brilliant.
1: Absolutely. It's absolutely
0: absolutely brilliant. It's just one of the best gaffes I've heard in my entire life. Uh, Anyway.
1: No, but when we get off, I'm going to go and Google it so
0: I can listen to it properly. Yeah. Well, and I will, I'll find the MP3 and I'll drop it in here. So it's, and that's gotta be public domain. I'm sure I can put that in here. So, all right. Well, sure Stacy, you were lovely. Thank you so much. I appreciate you doing this very much.
1: Oh, no, thank you. And like I said, I don't even remember why I contacted you, but I'm really glad we had the conversation. It was just, yeah, you've made me laugh like you always do. And it's, it's been great. It's really good. And you know, you just have to know what kind con- what a difference you make to people with type one diabetes and for someone who's lived with it for 43 years. And like I said, you know, you think you know it all, and then I'm listening to you and I've learned so much, you know, I take my hat off to you. It's just amazing. And I can't thank you enough.
0: Oh, that's my pleasure. And it's very nice of you to say that. Thank you. I also think that you added something today to the podcast, that story about your father um, I I think is going to resonate with a lot of people. And so yeah. um, I, I, it was very nice of you to share it. And I, I know it must not be easy to talk about.
1: Yeah. No, look, I, I love talking about my dad. Um, Sometimes I get really emotional. Sometimes I'm okay. Like today, I held it together. But um, he was, yeah, I was his little girl. I was the youngest. I am the youngest. Hmm. So I was definitely daddy's little girl. And, you know, a Greek man whose daughter is diagnosed with a disease that will never be cured. You know, that hit him hard and he took me everywhere to get me cured because he couldn't understand it. So, you know, my dad means a lot to me and I miss him like hell every day, but it's these little things that I want to share with him and I can't and I have to talk to myself in my house going, Dad, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Look, I'm on the Omnipod and it's just not the same to actually hear him say, well done, you know, I'm so proud of you and just to give me a cuddle. Right.
0: Hey Stacey, so, yeah, you've never you've never heard him answer you, have you? I've never what? You've never heard him answer you, have you?
1: Um I haven't heard him answer me, but I have felt him. I know you're being facetious and you're fucking <laughs> with me right now. I just got so but... serious, I had to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't heard him answer me, but I have felt him here, and I know that he's here with me.
0: That's wonderful. Good. Uh, I'm glad. He sounds like he was a terrific father, and um, I understand why you miss him so much.
1: Yeah. He, he was like you. The way you look after Aiden, that was my dad. No. Maybe a little bit stricter than my dad because he was great, but the way you look after Aiden, I, I just sit and I hear you when you talk about her and you tell her what she needs to do and she ignores you, and, you know, you look at her um, – at the sensor and where she's at and you tell her how much to give herself and all this stuff. It's like that's what my dad used to do with me, just of course with syringes and vial insulin, you know, glass vials yeah. of insulin and um yeah it's you've you've done a terrific job too. So y- you need to be proud and you've helped a billion of us if not more. Oh that's and, nice. You know that, thank you. You know type 1 diabetes is it's I don't want to say it's a crappy disease. It is a crappy disease if you let it be a crappy disease. But it's the people that look after you who I think wear the most of it. It's harder for them than it is for the individual.
0: You know, yeah, I think that there's a perspective both ways that's valuable for people to understand. I think that parents can not sometimes completely appreciate what it's like for kids and i think the kids don't appreciate what it was like for the parents and uh, i'm always happy when i talk to adults who were kids with type one and they have that realization about what it must have been like for their parents i think it's uh, i think it's a nice closing of a of a circle
1: yeah absolutely do you know i blame my dad one day we were fighting and i turned And I knew what I was saying wasn't the right thing. But I actually said to him, I said, it's because of you I've got diabetes. And that was the worst thing I could have said to him. And his heart broke in front of me. And I was a little teenager. I was a little bitch. And I just walked away. I had no care in the world that I had just hurt my father. Mm. And then, like, now, as I got older and once I lost him, I've apologized profusely to him going, I was a bitch. I'm sorry. I was a real bitch. What can I say? I shouldn't have said that to you. But that's what I said to him because I was hurting.
0: I think in every scenario, without with or without diabetes, at some point a child is going to say something hurtful to their parent, and the parents are you're not ready for it the first time it happens. But if you're if you're thoughtful about it, it sounds like your dad was like I'm sure he realized you didn't mean that, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I I I I wouldn't beat yourself up about that. At, my kids have said stuff to me that I'm like, oh, well, it's a good thing I gave up my whole life to make you. <laughs> <laughs> great it really feels all worth it right now thanks a lot and then i look back and i've like you know my mom tried to plan a surprise birthday for me uh i don't remember how old i was and somebody like ruined the surprise and i was uncomfortable with the idea of people gathering to like celebrate me and instead of instead of telling my mom that i yelled at her and uh, and i and i made her cancel the party and i have felt bad about that my entire life but, yep. you know, I didn't mean anything by it. It was, a, it was a reflection about how I felt about myself, not about what she was doing.
1: Yeah, of know? course. Of so, course.
0: And, and you guys listen to the podcast, even though I try to joke my way through it, I'm still incredibly uncomfortable with it. Like, th- you just said a lot of lovely things that I'm pretty sure if I was completely healthy, I would accept in a better way than I just did. <laughs> um, because, you know, intellectually, I, I think... I'm I'm more than aware of what the podcast does for people. And oh, I, I know I know when you reach numbers, it, it it feels I mean, listen, it's if you help one person, that's an amazing feat. And I have, you know, I'm not saying you have to help ten people for it to be amazing, but there is the, you know, there's something that happens when you reach millions and millions of downloads that you recognize that if this is your story or if someone's talking about how the podcast helped them, that there are other people like that. And so I do my best to absorb them. You know, there was a, there's a great um, review that came a couple days ago from Great Britain. And um, the person just said that, that I'm making the diabetes community stronger and improving and improving people's lives. And I try really hard to accept that. Like I, I've, I've, I put it on my desktop so that I could try to not be uncomfortable with it. Yep. You know,
1: and you should accept it. And, It's like when people give you a compliment, people don't know how to take it and, you know, you respond like, yeah, whatever, or okay, and you never say thanks for the compliment. It's the same. It's because we're just doing what makes, what feels good for us and we're helping other people, but we don't expect people to thank us for doing something that we enjoy doing because you're doing this because you enjoy it and for your daughter, for Aiden. So you don't, Expect to get recognition. So when you do, it does feel like weird. It's like, oh, okay, cool. No worries. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. All right. And you make a joke out of it. And that's fine. But, you know, I'll keep telling you, I'm going to keep writing now messages on your wall and I'm going to send you messages on Instagram and go, you're the best. You're the best. Well, you're very, (laughs) very
0: very nice. Thank you. Hey, listen, I feel horrible saying this at the end and I've contemplated not saying it, but it's Arden, not Aiden.
1: Oh, why didn't you tell me? Oh look, Can we go back and re-record these? I have to change your name to Arden. No. Sorry, oh, <laughs> are you serious? You let me go a whole hour and you didn't tell me, Scott? Jesus.
0: I was having too <laughs> Sorry, much fun. Arden. I was having too much fun. And by the way, I think she would like that you don't know her name. Like that it's not no. stuck. Like, she, um, like every time she comes on the podcast, I get a text that says, your people are following me on Instagram. <laughs> 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 can you tell them to stop and i was like i i mean not individually i don't know how to do that and i was like don't i'm like you're a private like just don't follow them back and she's yeah. like uh i don't know i'm like okay so but i love she calls them my people she's like your, your, pe- people. your people oh by the way um if you haven't seen it yet someone turned me into a christmas ornament wait on e- Etsy, 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 how do I say Itzy? Etsy? Etsy. Yeah. Etsy. It- they're like, like wooden clothespins pins in felt clothing with a juice box podcast shirt on holding a Dexcom receiver. And it's, <laughs> it's, I gotta tell you, it's, oh, it's amazing. And it's freaky at the same time. <laughs> like, 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 I got a text from Isabel and she goes, I work for a, for a Christmas ornament. And I said, you don't work for me. I don't pay you. She goes, you know what I mean? And, so I'm like, <laughs> and, um, but it's, it's, it's amazing. Like you have to find it. It's on my Instagram right now. So you can go look when you're done, but yes, yeah, someone turned me into a Christmas ornament and I was touched by it. Like I really was. I thought when I first saw it, I thought I must really reach farther than I think, because this is, this is, an, this is an interesting thing for someone to do. And yep. then I showed my son, and he goes, yo, man, one of these people's going to murder you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. I agree with the son. <laughs> I was son. Like,
0: I was like, what? He goes, that's some serial killer shit right there. He's like, look at this. <laughs> and it was just one of them, but then I I let her like I let her put it up in the Facebook group and I guess people ordered them. So then she sent me a picture of like eight of them together. I was like, oh my God, people are buying these. And then I got then Stacy, I had this thought. I was like, she better send me one. And I I don't want to have to ask for it. You know what I mean, Stacey? Like somebody better just reach out to me and say, how do I get you one of these? Because I'm not taking any cut of this sale. And I think she's charging like over $20 for them.
1: <laughs> she bit a Send you one. Who is she? <laughs> yeah, I'll I,
0: get onto it. I'll I, get onto it. I tell me who she is. I know. I'm not going to tell you who she is, but I would. Lo- I would like. I'll. Do you know if I hung this on my Christmas tree? It's possible my family would burn the tree down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> burn the tree down or disown you. A,
0: a woman asked me yesterday. She's like, "How do I use these if I'm Jewish?" And I said, I, "I would use a pipe cleaner and have it hang off the menorah candle. I think it would be amazing." <laughs> anyway all right you Stacey. wait
1: you wait and see what i'm gonna do on the face on your facebook page <laughs> you now.
0: Tell, tell the, yeah i mean it, uh, it has not been offered yet maybe she's just doesn't want to impose but i mean at this point i'd like one and i like <laughs> i like that she made me thin too i think it's fantastic
1: can you did you hear that that was my dexcom going off
0: yeah i heard that it's trying to tell you there's a shark coming
1: no, see, it always <laughs> goes up at this time.
0: Your blood sugar goes up at this time of night, always? Yeah, Have I've you...
1: just hit 10.3.
0: Why don't you set a basal rate an hour before when it usually goes up and try to stop it?
1: Because I've been monitoring it, and I've just increased all my basal rates, and it's still, like, it's just gone up, and I don't understand why.
0: All right, listen. What? I hear what you're saying. I <laughs> It's maddening.
1: <laughs> it is maddening. It's frustrating.
0: We took Arden to college. Her settings were rock solid. I have no idea what happened, but suddenly her settings were way too strong. We had to cut them in half. Like, no lie. Her basal went from, like, 1 or 1.1 an hour to, like, 0.6. Her insulin sensitivity from 42 to 70. And then (gasps) four or five days later, her blood sugar started going up again. And so we we were scared to, like, I was scared. We. Who the hell's we? It was me. I didn't want (laughs) to. (laughs) <laughs> am I talking about and so I, I didn't want to put it all the way back up because I got scared so I, I kept yep. moving it up incrementally and finally like two nights ago I texted her and I was like hey FaceTime me and share your screen with me I'm like we're putting every one of your settings back to where it was before you got to college and we put them all back and last night and today we're finally back to what we were used to looking at so right, okay. I, and and trust me if she was here I would have done it quicker but there were yeah. so many new things happening. I was a little happier for it to be higher than lower while we were figuring stuff out. So, And she had a yeah. really bad time of the first few weeks of school. Um uh,
1: okay. Because, yeah. of,
0: because of a roommate thing, which I don't think I'm going to be able to talk about on here. But um, yeah, no,
1: that's yeah, okay.
0: yeah, things are kind of getting better now. So anyway. All, all right. right.
1: As long as they're getting better. That's yeah. all that matters.
0: See, see I got to go. I got to jump in the shower because I'm interviewing a guy from Dexcom in an hour and a half about the G7. Oh.
1: Isn't he lucky? All right. Well, I can't wait to hear that one as well.
0: Thanks, Stacey. Have a great night.
1: Thank you. See you.
0: What did I tell you about Stacey? Absolutely delightful. You know what else is delightful? Omnipod. Omnipod.com forward slash juice and Dexcom. Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. Have you checked out Touch by Type 1? They sponsored today's episode. Give them a shout touched by type one.org find them on facebook and instagram actually you can find omnipod and dexcom there too but uh it's better if you click on my link i mean by better i mean for the podcast and for you because you can't really order something through instagram all right i think i've been clear anyway i love this episode i hope you did too now hurry up and go google brad pitt's brother stewart i don't really think he's a real person If you enjoyed this and you think you would enjoy having some community support, find the Juicebox Podcast private Facebook group that now has almost 40,000 members in it. Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes. I don't care what kind of diabetes you have. I don't care how you eat. Head over there for support, community, and friendship. Juicebox Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes on Facebook. A completely private and completely free group. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone else who you think might also enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast.